Welcome back to the Modern Real Estate Agents with Johnny and Lizzie Phillips. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us once again. I hope everyone's doing great wherever you are. Yeah, we just got through Thanksgiving. Shout out to our Coasties in Seattle, listening strong. (laughs) Those are our top listeners. I love it. I love it. It's so funny. Yeah, if you're from Seattle, reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you because (laughs) apparently you guys love listening to us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, we just got through that. Well, I feel like by the time this episode hits, it'll be like two weeks later because we're an episode ahead right now, which is great. So, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. And Kwanzaa. Well, I think Hanukkah will have been over by now. Probably. So, you know, just all the holidays. So, cool. Yeah. Babe, how are you? There's a lot of echo today. Well, yeah, there is. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, well. You guys probably can't hear that, so that's good. For real. It's not a problem. Moving right along. Yeah. Um, So, guys, today, all right, jumping right in. We are going to be talking about the top 10 ways to build and nurture client relationships. Uh, Now, we had a different show on the schedule for today. We did. But... uh, Something happened. Something happened. And we thought it was important for us to, to talk about this. We... You know, we don't have a lot of things heavy on our hearts, but this was one of them. So yeah. brought to you today by. Sorry if this episode's a little bit of a downer. I have a roll of toilet paper over there in case I start crying again, but we're going to try and power through. Yeah, guys. Um, so if you are in this career long enough, this is going to happen. Uh, but I feel like this was different. This one was a little different. Yeah. Uh, we learned this morning that one of our clients had passed away. Um, and uh, again, that will happen, right? Is the nature of working with people. Yes. Um, but I feel like this one was different because this client was just different. Yeah. He reminded me a lot of um, someone in my family who we used to call Uncle Stubby. <laughs> All right. Stubby was a rough, gruff fellow, right? he would as soon shoot you as he would say hello to you. Um, He had a string of nightclubs over his existence. Mm -hmm. And because of that, uh, he was not always well-liked in the community, uh, especially down here in the South. But by the time I came along, all of those were gone except for one. Um, And he had just become this happy, jolly family guy that just loved the people around him. Um, and so all that to say, that's exactly how I felt that this client was. Um, I was introduced to him through a referral. One of his neighbors referred me to him. We listed his house. We sold his house. Um, and through that process, we learned that he has no family. The only friends that he really has are just the people who live on his street. Um, and, and he was the same way. Like he would tell you the beginning of his life, he was an asshole. He was a terrible person. He was a drunk. He did not take care of the people around him and the stories that man would tell. Uh, but now in, in his late stage of life, you know, he's sobered. He just, just loves the people around him. That, that's who he is. Yeah. So the house that we just sold for him, um, was a tenant who was living in this house. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he was such an amazing guy. He gave him a large, large, large sum of money 
oh, yeah. to help him go find somewhere else to go because he knew, I think he somehow people like, I mean, we know, we probably know what causes death, but, yeah. um, you know, sometimes people just have this knowing that it's coming. And so, yeah, he may wanted to make sure this guy was set up because they were really good friends after mm-hmm. him being his landlord for 10 years. Right. Yeah. So how much was that sum? We don't have to get into that, but I can yeah. tell you, he lived there for 10 years and this sum would have covered every bit of that rent and more. Yeah. All right. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. So we, we both got, I got to know him be- just very briefly. I had to go mm-hmm. get some paperwork signed because, you know, he was older and didn't do computer sign signing. Mm-hmm. And so I got to meet him once and, um, yeah, like he was going to give me his China. Yeah. And the China cabinet. He wanted to make sure oh. I went and got that China cabinet for you. I didn't know that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we, we knew he didn't have any family. So before we went to Nashville for Thanksgiving, we asked if he wanted to come over to our house to have, and I was going to cook a Thanksgiving meal. Um, yeah, we were just going to have a little Thanksgiving with him because we, we assumed that he probably didn't have a lot of opportunity yeah. for that. And, and again, we just liked him. I yeah, enjoyed being exactly. around him. <laughs> um, so we were supposed to have it with him on Friday. This, this, yeah. In, well, okay, think, but well, two weeks ago Friday. Yeah, because we, we had set a day and then, and then we called and unfortunately he was already sick. Yeah, he was point. sick. Um, but we didn't, you know, he was fine. Yeah, no, I mean, he wasn't like sick with, with cancer or anything. No. He was just, he was under the weather. He couldn't make it. We we're like, okay, that's cool. Well, let's not see you before we go on this trip. We yeah. don't want to get sick. So we'll call you as soon as we get back. We exactly. put it in the calendar to call him. Mm-hmm. So Johnny calls Monday, Nothing. Tuesday, Nothing. Wednesday, Nothing. today's Thursday. And we finally reached out to the contact that had connected us mm-hmm. and they were like, we're not sure. So Johnny was about to hop in his car to go do a wellness check. And we did get a text message that he did actually find out that he had passed away yeah. last week while we were out of town. Yeah. And, and, you know, it was sad. So the the person that had connected us went over to, to do a wellness check because I guess they talk often is my yeah. assumption. Um, and they, they found him. Unfortunately found him, yeah. At home. Yeah. So we kind of had a moment of like, ugh. It was it was a somber moment. Yeah, I mean it's weird when you've like got plans with somebody and now like. Yeah, and and it was someone who was so quick to come into our lives. Yeah, I mean we've known him for three months, maybe. Yep. And Barely. I mean. Yeah, it was just really. But sad. he made an, he did make an impact. So he did. He did. We're we're gonna dedicate this episode. To Don. To Don. So, so yes, uh, 10 ways to build and nurture client relationships. Guys, um, the, uh, what, I guess the subheading there would be be fast and be intentional um, because you don't know. Yeah. Right? Saying that, oh, we can do it next week may not actually be the case. Yeah. So be intentional. All right, guys. So we're going to. I'm, I have divided this up into two different parts for you guys. We have face-to-face interactions and not face-to-face interactions uh, because we know that face-to-face is the the best, right? It, you will get the best results with face-to-face interactions with people, but you can't always have them. There's only so much time in the day. And so we're going to hook you up with tools that you can use in both scenarios. Yeah. So the first thing, do you want to like spill the beans on this one? It's It's like groundbreaking. I mean, yeah, I'm okay with this. Go ahead. <laughs> I, 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 
I think I know what she's saying. I don't know that I know what she's saying. Um, so meet people. Okay, guys. <laughs> Groundbreaking news. I mean, it sounds so obvious, but the truth is... Groundbreaking news? Is that even the right thing to say? I'd, breaking I, news? I don't, breaking news. I, okay, we yeah. took that far enough. But uh, yeah, you just need to meet people, guys. You do. You keep your head up, and when you see someone new, introduce yourself. Uh, I have a very embarrassing story about this that I wanted to bring up because of how powerful a moment it was here in our uh, co-working space. I don't always say hey to people. I should. I don't. Lizzie's really good about meeting people in the hallways. See, I'm not, I'm not though. I don't think I am. I feel like whenever I see you down at like community things, you're talking to people. Yeah, it's definitely, it doesn't come naturally to me, guys. So this mm. is something I have to force myself to do. And you, you should. You should be forcing yourself to be, yeah. be the but most the talkative person there. But the more that I've done it, there. the easier it's gotten. I don't feel like, mm -hmm. I don't feel like self-conscious or embarrassed. I mean, I'm like, whatever. It's another human being. Why can't we just talk to each other? And I mean, it doesn't have to be anything big. Introduce yourself. Yeah. Ask, ask them what they do and what, what they're doing around, why you're in the same space. And that's it. Right. Well, I know why you brought this up because, well, we walked into our co-working space and the lady who's normally there wasn't sitting at the desk. It was some other guy. Yep. And I go, you're not Mariana. And he's like, I'm not. So I had, <laughs> walked, I had walked past this guy two times already and not said a word to him. Like, I think I made eye contact and just kept going like a douchebag. Um, and so Lizzie introduces herself to him. I continue towards the stairwell. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. I'll go talk to him too. Well, you were on the phone. Oh, that's, that's why right. you were on that's the right. phone. So yeah. he was like talking to a client and he was like, you overheard. He was like, I'm the manager of all the branches. And Johnny was like, click, like, I'm gonna have to call you right back. <laughs> yeah. I realized that this is the guy that I had been trying to get in touch with for yeah, like a for something. week. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if I had just taken 30 seconds to say, Hey, and figure out who he was, I could have established that connection and had that working. Thank God Lizzie did. Um, because there's an opportunity there for us, not, not just to be friends, right. But a business opportunity. And I really could have missed that if I had, I mean, this could be really big for us. Yeah. And because of my, just inability to do what I should have done. Well, I almost missed that opportunity. So thank you for saving that. Yeah. Let that be your story of like, there could be some really big misconnections. I'm sure yeah. there's people that are listening right now. They're like, I almost didn't talk to this person and I got a million dollar listing. Like, like for real. It, it yeah. just, I mean, seriously, your chances of getting more listings is just by talking to people like everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. We were on a zoom call with our, we talked about this last week. If you didn't listen and go back and listen last week, but we just joined kind of this new group of people. I don't know how to explain it. Anyways, right. agent hub 360. And one lady who was on one of our zoom calls, they were talking about how this lady literally talks to like, how many people a day was it? It was like, Oh, I feel like was it a hundred? Oh God. I don't know about that. 50. 20? I don't know. It was a lot. It of was people. a lot. She it was does. a lot. Maybe 50. We'll say 50. And they were like, you should just follow her one day. Like you go into the grocery store. She's talking to this person, talking to that person, talking to this person. Yeah. And to me, like I'm, I am kind of a private person. I don't want to like just talk to people all the time. So I, you have to find the balance. I think there is a balance of like finding the correct moments where like you have an end to talk to somebody. And again, don't make it all about real estate. If something naturally comes up, Great. If not, you met a new person today. And I would say to that point, don't bring up no. real estate. Yeah, no, it needs to be like something like, what do you do for a living? Listen, if like, you're talking to someone, always make it about them. People just yeah, want to talk about themselves. Exactly. Just do that. Okay, make it easy on yourself. No pressure. Just exactly. learn about them. 
Yeah. I think that should be your goal when you're meeting new people is like, I mean, we talk about this a lot, but like, don't have commission breath. Like make sure that when you are talking to somebody, you are genuinely interested and invested in their life. Like, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know. Like I just, I keep going back to Don in the back of my mind of like, what if we had met him on the street and we didn't take the opportunity to talk to him and we would have missed out on a friendship for three months, like things like that. You just have to think about like, regardless of real estate guys, like we are all human beings. We're all hopefully trying to be kind people. And again, you never know what some, someone is going through on a day-to-day basis. Like, yeah, I I don't know. So sorry to get back to like sad deepness, but I think it is just a good reminder of like, yes, we all are trying to make a living. We're trying to sell real estate, but at the end of the day, we also just need to be good humans. <laughs> as as ridiculous as that sounds, you're absolutely right. It doesn't sound ridiculous. It just sounds like, you know, for me, I have found myself recently being so hard on myself thinking about business that I haven't been thinking about the people, right? The human aspect of what we do. Yeah. And it's important to keep that in the forefront of your mind. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So moving along, guys, that was number one. Number two, set up a meeting per day. This is something that I used to be super good at. Um, I don't, I've got off my schedule lately. I'm looking forward to getting back into it. Um, But it's something that I think is so powerful, right? If you are in real estate full time, there's no reason you don't have time for this. If you are a half time person, you want to tell them what it is? (laughs) Well, get there. (laughs) They're going to be like, what is it? I mean, yeah, if if you're half time, like I understand how you're working a nine to five and you're doing real estate at night, then this is going to be super difficult for you, right? Uh, but but I would still try. Maybe you can do it in in your place of work, right? So set up a meeting uh, per day. I like to do it with my A group people. Those are the people who are most important, I think, for this. And the easiest it is to do it, you know, set up a coffee, go to happy hour, go to lunch, say, hey, let's go for a walk in the park. Anything. Yeah, and typically these people are like friends of yours, anyways. So like you, you're kind of killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. You're like you're getting your name out there for real estate. You're also just hanging out with a friend. Oh, I mean, exactly. That's all it is. Yeah, you're hanging out with a friend, right? If you find yourself just in the office or whatever you're doing, staying at home so much that you're not seeing people, you are one losing out on just you know part of being alive, but missing out on real estate as well. Yeah, right. You need to be again intentional. Reach out to people. Say, say, hey, tomorrow, what are you doing for lunch? You want to go to the burrito place? Let's go. Yeah, you are really Easy. good at that. I'm I'm not as good about it, but it's a little harder for me because kids. Yeah, kids, right? <laughs> like and, nighttime from like five on, mm-hmm. I really have to be at home because I'm the one that cooks the dinner. I feed it's the true. baby from my body. Like I kind of have to be around if I'm gone all day. Absolutely. So for me, it's a little bit harder, but. Yeah, and, and I feel selfish doing it sometimes. I'm like, hey, I have to go meet somebody. But I know that it's important to do. Yeah, right? for sure. So whenever I'm out, you know, till 10 o'clock at night, and we'd be like, babe, it's, it's client relations, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, I was going to talk to you about this, but I might go out with our au pair tonight. Shit, go. She's not going to buy a house, but you never know. You have to meet three people while you're there. Yeah, have fun. Well, you have homework. So it's it's Taylor Swift karaoke night at Downtown Drafts. Bullshit. Yeah. And I was like, she would love that. So would our son. Why are I we know. not taking well, it's everyone? It's at seven o'clock at night. So he's going to be kind of tired. Okay, let's just stay out till eight, eight, please. You want to take the whole family? I want to take the whole family. Oh my gosh. Babe, 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, it's done. He's going to wear orange. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. If you follow me on Instagram, which if you don't, at Lizzie Grace Phillips, some wonderful content of our kids most of the time. And our three-year-old only wears this colorful rainbow outfit right now. And he loves so it. And cute. Sometimes when, we have to pry it off of him to wash it. Well, oh we have three God. of them, but. But even then. Even then. I, I, whenever I watch your reels, I realize that we never comb his hair and people nope. probably think he doesn't bathe. Good luck. Somebody else can, can comb his hair. It's not going to be me. <laughs> I did say to him this morning, I'm like, bud, you either need to get a haircut or we're growing it out. We got to figure this out. What do you want to do? He didn't, he did not acknowledge me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Moving on guys. Number three is request feedback. And of this entire list, this is the one that I do the least. Um, I don't even know what this means. So enlighten me. Okay. I so, did read the show notes, but I was like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I love this. We just roll with it around <laughs> here, guys. Um, so request feedback. This one is more um, transactional, right? When you're at the closing table, you need to have set up like a Google form that is a survey. I tried to do this for Lizzie once and she yelled at me. It was really funny. Um, okay. But like going back to the last episode where I was like, I know exactly what's wrong with me. I don't need someone else to tell me. <laughs> okay. But all right. So let's take, let's take, you know, a step just, back from I'm that. Just, I'm kind of kidding, but also like, I don't like criticism. You don't. Oh my God. Um, guys, imagine being married to her. Okay. You, you, you can't, criti- no, there's no criticism here. Are you kidding? Not because I'm not perfect. So that I already know the things that are wrong with me. I don't need you to put a magnifying glass on it. So if <laughs> if you are a different type of person, the idea here is that you may not see something that you did wrong and you can improve that next time, right? Do you feel like I see most things that I do wrong though? If you do. I don't care. You don't give a shit. No, you don't improve it. That's the problem. <laughs> okay. That's what we're trying to avoid here. L- Lizzie, I do improve some. Lizzie Shut is your face. so happy in her life where she just does whatever the fuck she wants. And that's, we can talk about that. I later. wish I could do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> Believe me. Can I start doing that? Are we going to have therapy right here? Yeah. In front of everybody? I know you guys probably think our like relationships on the rocks because I feel like we were calling each other out last episode too. I mean... We're actually doing great right now. Last night was fantastic. Okay. That was unnecessary. I feel like it was necessary. All right. <laughs> so, um, how to do this. Uh, lenders are really good at this. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this at the closing table, but a lot of times lenders will send a paper survey to the closing attorney or or title or wherever you do your your closings. And it comes out as part of the paperwork. So the client has to fill it out and turns it back in. Uh, That's great because the lender's not there physically present. Uh, Sometimes they are. Sometimes. Well, like the, the, the bank. Right. Like the physical person might be there. And it's probably a good thing because they are kind of employees of this mortgage. Oh, yeah. So they probably should know how their employees are doing. Well, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, so the point being there is that it's if the people are not there in front of them that they're critiquing, they're more honest, right? Which which makes this a little more difficult for you. And that's why I say do it as a Google form, right? Say, guys, here, scan this. When we leave, do this. And emphasize these results don't go to me, right? They go to someone else in my company. And if they see something, they'll bring it up to me, but it's not associated with you. It's all about me doing better. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, so that's my tip. But you're going to know exactly who it was because, uh, I mean, 
well, uh, I, listen, I don't know how you're going to do this right. I don't know how you're going to do this yeah. wrong. You're not always going to get the best results, guys. But mm-hmm. if you're lucky, you will get some kind of feedback that's going to help you. And I think that it keeps you in the minds of these people, right? There's, they're not going to immediately forget about you when you walk out that door because like, oh, I got to do this survey. And yeah. They're, they're going to think about this entire transaction. They're going to spend some time thinking about you. Now, if it was like a shit show at closing table, probably not the best idea because they're going to be mad. And I mean, that could just be, it could be like meeting, uh, I'm sorry, reading mean tweets at that point. That could be fun. <laughs> That's true. Go ahead. <laughs> just don't share with me. Right. Uh, Number right, four. Go. Number four. You can take this one. Client events. Yeah, because I typically do our client events. Yep. Um, so what we try to do is three a year. We found that four was just unattainable for us. It was too much. Yeah. Not only like be realistic and don't, pro- yeah. don't promise you're going to do 12 a year and not do it. Yeah. Um, so we've kind of, we did, we did three last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do three again this coming year. We, um, one thing we are going to be doing differently this year though, is that we're going to be getting some sponsorship to help offset the Hell cost of them. Yes. We've had a hard time. We're not good at that. I was going to say, it's not that we we have a hard time because people wouldn't give us the money. Yeah. We just don't ask for money. And, yeah. And I think a lot of that is I'm just an independent person. Yeah. And I don't want to take the time to to go and ask someone and then and then kind of share ideas and whatnot. But I don't even think that's necessary. No. I mean, we had a great meeting yesterday with mm-hmm. our preferred lender who we are going to have him on the podcast at some point whoop, this whoop. season, hopefully, if we can convince him to. <laughs> um. But he was like, yeah, man, I don't even care if you use my logo. Like, we yeah. just, I just want to help you guys. Like, yeah, I mean, for him, he was very, I mean, he was very transparent about it. He was like, I just want to improve our relationship. Yeah. Right? This is not even about me getting business. It's about, I know that you guys are, are good at what you do and I want to continue a good relationship with you. So, yeah. yeah, let me help you. Yeah, it had nothing to do with like us putting his name on anything mm-hmm. or, but I mean, I think no matter what, we would do that because we're, I think you should. Yeah, I think it's the right thing to do. But it's great that he's like, I just want to help you guys. So, I mean, if you're new in the business, this can be kind of hard because you don't have rapport yet with anybody. But there are a lot of lenders out there who are constantly trying to ask people to coffee. I was going to say, this is a good time to If you get one of those, be like, hey, I would love to throw a client event. I'm new in the industry. And would you be open to splitting the cost? Which is a, a like huge go to oppor- lunch with a lender and then yeah. do that. Yeah, it's a huge opportunity for them, right? Like, why wouldn't they? Yeah, what's it going to cost them? Two, three hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. I mean, done. That's a nice steak dinner <laughs> for sure. I mean, yeah, it's a nicer dinner than I'm taking you to. Um, but yeah, no, you've taken me to nice dinners. Damn Just right. Not recently. We've we've been we've been budgeting. Listen, yeah, you know. Got a lot going on. Ebbs and flows. Ebbs and flows. So those are all your face-to-face things that we think are important. Bingo. Yeah. Those are those. You need to be taking notes, figure out where you can put those in your calendar, right? How can you fit those in? How can you do these things? Uh, Because your sphere of influence guys will, I mean, they are the people you can depend on, right? Yeah. If, If you stop making outbound calls, you should still be getting inbound calls from your sphere. Right. Yeah, you need to sure. reinvest into them because they're the ones that are going to keep you alive. Yeah. So the next one, guys, as Lizzie said, are the not face to face. These are the ones, these are the ones you can do at your desk. Yeah. You can do on the fly, do from your phone. Um, 
So just just book some time to knock these out. So this is number five on the list, but number one on the face face is handwritten cards. This I'm, is something Johnny's really good at. I'm such a believer in it. Yeah. Well, and we had a, again, we just had this conversation with our lender yesterday. So I'm like fresh in my mind. He was talking about how every time that he has a conversation with somebody and he gets their address for like a potential lead, he's, he writes them a handwritten card right then and sends it in the mail because you got to think if they're choosing between two or three lenders, they're more likely to go with the one who wrote the handwritten card. I mean, imagine that. How many times do you send someone to a lender for a pre-approval that doesn't even, you know, you never hear from them again. This guy just, he sent a, a card out to them. He's not waiting for the transaction to go anywhere. He's no. not waiting for a closing. He's already taking the first step to doing that. And I was yeah. like, that's brilliant. Yeah. Well, and so something that we use, um, We've been using AM cards. We're going to be mm-hmm. moving over to thanks.io. Um, and that's something that I'm super excited about because literally with this back end for that we have now, we can go into this app, say we want to send a card. So like literally as you leave a listing appointment in your car, if you have one of these platforms, you can go in quickly and write out, hey, it was so great to meet you today. I look forward mm-hmm. to speaking with you again. It was so great to meet your cat, Puffy. Like, uh, you know, like just... But that's important. Something that, personal in there. Bingo, that's important. So, and that's what we can do now is we can just say, put in the request, mm-hmm. send out a thank you card or... And this is the message and they'll do it for us, which Bingo. I'm very excited about. Right. Because there's been so many times where I've left an appointment and I'm like, oh, I need to write them a card. I'll get to it later. You never get to things later. Not just you, but just people, right? Yeah. It's difficult. So, uh, yeah. We, again, part of this new system that we're, we're baiting for you guys, right? We're testing it out before we even, you know, say anything to you guys much about it is, um, yeah, you can put in requests to them. Be like, hey, do this at this time and they'll do it. Yeah. I'm super stoked about so it. So you have due to a day and we think we've done this every year. We're, our address lists are so good now. We don't have to do it as much. Like this year, I think we asked for... Two or five, three, yeah. maybe five people between the two of us of like, Hey, we just, we weren't sure if they had moved or not mm-hmm. because they had been renting and we weren't sure if they moved to another rental. And I will say this is the first year. I think there was one person on our list that had moved and not used us mm. one person out of 200. Yeah. I feel like that was really good for sure. So that was, there have been a lot of years in the past where I'm like, fuck. We just lost out on like 20 deals. We had no clue. But that is just part of the snowball, guys, right? It's it's part of us building up our addresses and staying in contact with them. Yeah. So it's you just have to expect it. Yeah. But, so for holiday cards that are going out right now, guys, mm-hmm. you still have until like the beginning of January because you can do New Year's cards. Sure message every single person you know and ask them for their address. I added some people to ours that are just like friends that I'm like, I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, we added family and friends that we don't think they will ever do business with us. They don't even live in the state, so it's fine. But I think it is really important to just get as many people on there. I mean, this is about nurturing relationships, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, sorry to tell you this now, but we like to be the first ones in the mailbox. Like I sent ours out Monday the week you know, three days after Thanksgiving. So they'll be there this week. This is not the first time we've talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, so if you've listened to us in the past, we've said this every year. Be the first person or the last person. Those are your two options. 
but don't be anywhere in the middle because the first one, everyone's excited because the first one on the mantle. We haven't gotten any yet. So I'm like, I think we got a good shot at being the first. Yeah. But then after that, they're going to get three a day and you're lost in the shuffle. Yeah. You get I mean, I admitted it last year. Sorry. We found a stack of like 15 cards. Yeah. How many people do that? Because we went away the week after Christmas Mm -hmm. and there was like 15 cards that came in and our, my brother-in-law was picking up the mail and just set it on a pile somewhere. And we have lots of piles in our house and I found it when we moved. So like (laughs) nine months later, I was like, Oh, this is good. Yeah. No clue. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your cards. They're great. Happy, happy holidays. But the nice thing is no one will ever know. But no. again, you want to be the first or the last is a good point. Agreed. Um, so next, guys, is the 10 by 10. This is a modified version of the 10, 10, 5 that we learned about from Joanne Bolt. I'm sure that she probably learned about it from somewhere. You never know how yeah. things start. We just learn all the things. But um, the 10, 10, guys, is on Facebook or Instagram, maybe both. Comment on 10 stories, comment on 10 posts, right? It's that easy. Find 10 stories and 10 posts and comment on them. Um, It doesn't take long for you to realize you're going to start repeating the same people. And that's when I realized that I had done something really dumb. Um, I somewhere at some point I got into my ego and I was like, Ooh, I want to have thousands of followers and only follow 200 people. Well, guess what? Now I only have so many people coming through my dang feed. It's mm, a good point. Right? So I don't know how many people I follow. Well, I'm going to have to go back and start being a little more liberal with that because I'm not able to communicate with people that would be worthwhile to communicate with. So Yeah, it's definitely a good idea just to follow people. It yeah. doesn't hurt anything. It, it doesn't. You know, you see people and... I, again, it was an ego thing for me. I follow a lot of you guys. <laughs> yeah. Like if you follow me and I can see you're a realtor, like a lot of times I'll follow you back. Sometimes I miss it because follows get buried in with like likes on posts. So I'm like, mm. sometimes I miss it. But if I see it's a realtor and I'm like, oh, you look like a cool person, I'll follow you. So don't take it personally if I didn't follow you. But if I did follow you, it's because I know that you listen to our podcast. And if I don't follow you. Uh, don't take that personally. Yeah, accept my apologies and I'll be fixing that. So, um, but that also to say, when you're commenting on people's stuff, you don't want to be commenting on, on your local realtors, comment on other people. What? Why'd you come on local realtors? Well, I'm just saying when you're doing your 10, 10, oh, yeah. that's not part of your 10, 10, you can comment on realtor stuff, but that's not included. No. Yeah. That's, that's a, a wasted post is what that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's your 10, 10. And again, that and the cards guys, I have been blown away with the conversations that I get stuck in, right? I sent two cards out, I don't know, three, four days ago, already got a return card from this guy. And he's a young guy, right? He's like probably just graduated college. And I'm like, wow, one, your handwriting is impeccable. Two, didn't think you would write me back, but thanks. Yeah, I mean, I think that seriously, I can't tell you, I maybe get two, three handwritten cards a year. It's, it's like my best friend in the whole world. Yeah. Like they make maybe an a impact. thank you card from someone who's 90. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so if someone sees a 30 year old writing a handwritten card or like semi handwritten, like thanks to IO or whatever, mm-hmm. it's going to make a huge impact. It does. It's, it's different. It, it's sad that that is how you can set yourself apart, but it is. Yeah. That's something that you can do that's different. Yeah. Uh, the next one guys, is, I love this. We don't do enough of them. It's, it's because I just have to 
bend Lizzie's arm for for the budget. But <laughs> um, referral drawings, guys. I think I I love this idea. Every I love everything about this idea. Right. So if you don't have a private Facebook group for your clients and type in your I almost said type A's, your group A people, <laughs> you need to have that right now. Yeah, that's yeah. something we really slacked on. We created the group, we did a couple things, and then we haven't done anything. So for 2024, that's going to be on our list. Yeah. So and and on this, this is a place for people that you know that either one transact with you or two are likely to transact or refer you someone, right? A place for you to just give to them. All right. And I, I love the referral drawing idea. Say, guys, hey, please fill this out. Please send us a referral. And we're going to put you in this drawing for 500 bucks. Okay. I, w- I would definitely do $500. Are you kidding? You're going to get 50 referrals. And if you get two transactions out of that, tell me that's not the best $500 yeah, you spent. That's true. That's a good point. Tell me. And then you have 48 more people to put in your database to drip on. Perfect. Got him good. Got him. Well, I saw, I heard of a team. I went to a training, I don't know, two years ago and they did like one of those, like call in to us Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like, we're going to give away like a night stay at this brand new hotel that everyone was like wanting to get a night at. And they, they had like tons of people calling. And one of the things they would ask is like, do you know of anyone who's looking to buy or sell? If you do like it, give you another entry. Like, of course they're going to put someone down that they may have like popped in their head. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, maybe we'll consider doing like, it's like a reverse. Yeah. Call. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. I remember that, but I don't, it was a reverse something yeah. for sure. If you guys have had, I would love to hear from someone who's had success with that. If you can DM me. I, I, I mean, I say this all the time, but I love hearing from people. If you ever have or anything on our Facebook, to say. On our Facebook <laughs> yeah. group too. People are really active in that. Mm-hmm. Modern real estate agents. Is that it? Network? Wow. I think it's the Modern Real Estate Agents Network. Sorry, how guys. How sucky are we? <sighs> sorry. Just this is how long it's been since we've recorded, guys. Okay. <laughs> we used like, to say this every uh, week. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, it is network. Um, so, so, yeah. The- yeah. The Try that. Next one, guys, is post content regularly. All right. This was hard for me to do because I was, you know, I'm a 30s guy. I'm not going to post on these things. You know, I don't know. I, I was not into posting on the socials, but it is good to stay in front of people and it doesn't have to be real estate, but you, if people are doom scrolling, just be something they see when they doom scroll. Okay. They're going to see something anyway, right? Yeah. Um, something that I don't do, but a lot of people on our team did was, um, they had a weekly calendar. They had it themed and everyone did the same thing. Monday was market Monday. Tuesday was tips for buyers and sellers. Wednesday was what's coming up. Thursday is Thursday trends and Friday is Friday favorites. It just makes it easy. And if there's ever something you don't know, like, I don't know what a trend is guys. I cannot tell you how often I use chat GPT. I just ask it a question and it answers it for me. Yeah. Okay. It may not be the best answer. And but so it get, at least gets you some, like a direction it to does, go in. A hundred percent. So yeah, don't get stuck with, oh, I don't know what the content is. Guys, this is 2023. All right. It will write the content for you. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I could get on my soapbox about this, but a few things when posting on social media, one guys don't use filters. I will die on this hill. I do not use filters. I do not edit anything. 
you should know that the first like five years of our life, my every one of our pictures was in pretzel. Okay, but, but not anymore. <laughs> what? Don't call me out. Pretzel. Okay? It's so true, there though. I would not do a story that. without a filter. And mm-hmm. I went to a conference, and Giselle Ugardi was there, and she just totally changed my mindset on this. And I haven't used a filter since that day. It's been almost two years. I haven't used a filter. I mean, the idea is sound, right? If they see this of you, all the time and they see you in real life. What are they going to I think? can't tell you the number of people that I see in real life. And I'm like, I feel like I know this person. Do I know this person? <laughs> That's so and sad. And then I'll figure out who they are. And I'm like, they look nothing like social media. That's why you didn't recognize them. Yes. So that's why I'm saying guys, if you're, if you're, you have a pretty big presence on social media, just be authentic. The other thing is like, I have a very, very strong philosophy. I record one time and I post. So if you ever see me mess up on videos, it's because I record one time and I post, I do not have time to fix videos all day long. I am, you're going to just get the real me. And like, I can guarantee that I've never lost a client over being real. No. Oh my God. I mean, no. So I would, these are just like my two big things is like no filters, one take post like every once in a while, I'll like stumble over my words it, like two seconds into it. I'll be like, Oh, let me just start over. But very rarely I mean, do I heard- like record a whole video and I go back and look at it. I'm like, no, my hair had a funny hair going out. Like I'm fixing my hair in the video. It's fine. Like, are you listening to this podcast? I stumble over my words all the freaking time. We don't edit anything out of our podcast. So no, what we've you, never what one time edited what anything. Get. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something I just would highly recommend. Like if you're using filters, your clients are going to see you that way when a different way, when you show up to them, you mm-hmm. want to look like you look in your photos as you do in real life. Today I was probably I, doom scrolling over, over breakfast. And I saw a post that they were advertising or they were selling this idea. I don't know what they were doing. I didn't take time to read it, but they were saying that they only, it was a three take rule, right? If you're going to take something, give yourself three takes and that's it. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I want to tell you the only exception to this rule that I've ever had, which happened a week ago. Our au pair convinced me to do a TikTok dance video. We didn't see you for hours. It was like an hour, but it was also because we were just trying to learn this dance. It wasn't, we weren't talking. We were just learning a dance. So I will ask, she hasn't put it on social media because she was waiting for me to tell her, okay, do it. Do it. But I have like no makeup on. My hair is in a bun. She looks so cute. I'm in like a she, sweatshirt. Okay. <laughs> she always looks cute. She does. She's so cute. It's 730 in the morning and she she like comes up. She's like glowing. We're like, she has her outfit God. on. She's like, no, her not every face day. On. No, she doesn't put makeup on. Oh my God. She does. She had no makeup on the last two days. Oh, I mean, I don't see her every morning. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, whatever. She's great. She's beautiful. She, is. she we, doesn't need makeup. We anyways. love her. But that's the thing is like, I'm not, obviously, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, I have a full face of makeup on. The idea is that what you take with you on video, you can take with you. If you guys want to get Botox, get your Botox. Don't care. But that goes with you everywhere you're going. Your filters on your phone do not. Also, just so you know, if you record on the Instagram app, there is already a filter on there. Bullshit. A hundred percent. Record a video of you in, in, in Instagram and then record a video of you on your phone you will see the big difference. So if you want a filter and a no filter that really is a filter, you can just use the Instagram video. Oh my God. I feel like that's so just like, it's so dishonest, but yeah, like, like that's just like the, the 
the big brother yeah. like manipulating you. Yeah. You're so gonna, just so you know, there is really a little bit of a filter on that there. That makes so much sense, right? They're so gonna fine. Give you I a record filter. video on Instagram, though, mostly because of convenience. I'm like, I'm not going to go record on my phone just so I look so authentic. Like, I do look 90% real at that point. Uh, but No, I do be reels with my college oh friends my gosh. now. Okay. Pair, oh, she's so funny. She will like roast him without totally without knowing, roasting yeah. him, not knowing she's roasting him. But she was like, how many friends do you have? <laughs> it's like, I have like three or four. She was like, three or four? <laughs> She's so funny. She was like, no, I didn't mean it like that. I was genuinely curious. Yeah. So it's me and my really tight college yeah. friends from like 20 years ago. Do you years do ago. it? Do you ever do it? Every day. You really do? Yeah. No. And guess what? Yesterday, I was like, why do I always look like a moron when I do this? And someone commented, uh, because we all hold it up, up at an angle. And ang- you go <laughs> do. oh down God, by got, your knees. I got four chins when I do So this. what are you showing the ground? Like, I don't know, whatever's in front of me on the desk or this. I, I, leave me alone. So glad I'm not on B-Rail. <laughs> I know what it is, but. But all that to say, yeah, really. Wow, thin. this is really getting long. That's what she said. Gosh, stop it. Okay, let's finish up. All right, check in <laughs> regularly. Um, this guys is just sales 101. Okay. If you're working with people, you need to be checking in with them. Even if it's a buyer that you haven't talked to in two weeks, one, that's a problem because you should have, but two, okay. If they don't feel like you're investing back into them, like your time and your interest, why are they going to call you back? If they want to see a house, they're going to call Jim Bob over here because at least he's talking to him. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I, um, you know, you should be using a CRM, but you don't have to be using a CRM. I even made a, uh, just, Paper. I guess a little chart yeah. yeah, for my desk. Here's my list of active buyers. Here's my list of list of active sellers. I can look at it and say, okay, these are the people that I need to be worried about. Mm-hmm. I need to be checking in with them. Yeah. That's something our new CRM that we're doing is like every day you go in and figure out how could you move someone from a column to the mm-hmm. next one yeah. step closer which I like a lot. Very proactive. Yeah. Um, and the last one, guys, Lizzie already said it once. I was trying not to say it because I didn't want to steal my last slide, but you already did it. So thanks. Um, <laughs> be authentic. Um, this is all about building and nurturing relationships. And if you start copying and pasting something, it's, it's going to come out. People are going to figure it out. I remember this happened to me on MySpace. God help me. <laughs> Okay. I was a <laughs> whatever. I thought my intention. No, this is I keep talking about our repair because I mean we spend all of our life our life with her, but I took her out for like dessert one night when we were on vacation and she and I were just chatting and we were about to get done and these three girls were sitting at the table next to us and they like kind of got our attention a little bit. She looks at me and she's like she was like, Do you remember your top eight? Do you remember the top eight? I do now. And I was like, yeah. And I liked it. Not that she's like, what are you guys talking about? And we we're like, MySpace. She's like, yeah, I think I heard of that. <laughs> I mean, she's 21. So, yeah. Uh, but she, we we're just laughing about like, God, those were the days when you had to publicly tell everyone who you liked and who you didn't. <laughs> That's so weird looking back on it that, that we thought that was acceptable. Anyways, continue with your MySpace anyway, story. Thank you. Yeah. So I was a youth intern at our church. And I was like, oh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write, a, it's so good to see you. I'm glad you were there post. And I'm just going to like, I'm just going to send it out to everyone who was like new and showed up. Well, I, I mean, I don't recall what I said in it, but it took me about five minutes to send them all out and get one back to say, hey, 
I can tell that you just sent this to everybody, but thanks. And I was like, oh, that's a punch in the gut. Like I, I did, I meant for it to sound authentic. I meant for it to sound like I was talking to you. Oh yeah. But it didn't. And it just made it a lot worse. I feel like. Awkward. It was awkward. It was very yeah. awkward. Maybe, maybe just to me, but I, no, I that makes that's, that's yeah. Definitely just be, be transparent, be honest, be honest be authentic. And, and you know, like we said at the, at the top of the hour, guys, make it about them. Ask them questions. Yeah. Care about them. All right. No one cares about you. Yeah. Sorry. People only walk away from conversations thinking about how you made them feel. And, and how they said something stupid. Everyone thinks about that, right? Only you do that, I think. Bullshit. No, people okay, lie. So people can, I lie tell your, night. can I tell your secret of what you do? <laughs> do I still do it? Yeah, I heard you yesterday. Jesus. <laughs> He'll just sit mumbling to himself, replaying conversations. It's so cute. Okay. So I heard you, you're sitting on the bed. Do you remember what you're doing? Do you remember what you're talking about? No. You just do this subconsciously. He has no clue. He does it. No idea. I used to, it was so much worse when I was a kid. I would say a sentence to you and like still looking at you. I would say it again. Under my breath, I would say it twice. Honey, do you have OCD? I don't know. <laughs> Is that where our kid gets this from? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know why I did that. That's so funny. I think that like I I speak faster than I think. And so I just want to run it back by to make sure it oh makes my sense. God. <laughs> it's like, did that did that sentence make sense? Uh, that explains so much. <laughs> Your child is so much like you. He's so much like me too, though. But, yeah. Um, okay, guys. I feel like that's enough for the day. What a good show. I thought this was a good one. It is a good one. I Sad, hope, but good. I hope y'all made it to the end because uh, I had a good time. Yeah, I had a good time too. We'll see you back next week. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.